In today's bonus episode, join us as real estate heavyweights have a chance to go some extra rounds into this week's topic. Hey everyone, I'm here with Connie Green today. Hi Connie. Hi Jennifer. <laughs> and um, Connie's with Sotheby's and she services Greater Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky. So Connie, I wanted to bring you on because I enjoyed your thoughts and comments on should you or should you not call the showing agent prior to a showing? So what do you think? Well, for me personally, first of all, I think the heart of me reaching out is because I, I think it's another layer of exceptional service to my seller. Mm-hmm. But I do it in a way that, you know, I send a text first to the buyer's agent. I understand they're busy. And I ask them if they have an opportunity to please give me a call prior to the showing. Now, all that being said, all, every single time that I can be present for a showing, I am. Okay. Um, but I don't want, yeah, but I don't want to interfere. So I ask him to call me and most of the time it's ex- exceptionally well received. A lot of buyer's agents are open and the, um, to me, I find it unacceptable when I get showing feedback that says a showing experience was just fair mm. or poor or, and I just, you know, that is just not, it's just not acceptable. So there are things that I think a listing agent, obviously we know the home better than anyone or we should, and we can walk a person through some objections that eyes are seeing if there are any, like, well, you know, they switched the dining room and they're using it as their family room. And this was really the dining room. And just, there are some things that are extremely helpful. I find it very helpful in condo buildings where I ask them, have you shown this building before? And well, let me give you some helpful hints. So I just think it makes for a better showing experience, better feedback from the showing experience, whether or not they buy, I want the experience to be exceptional. That's interesting that you take that that question on the feedback. And I always interpreted more about the house, but that's I like how you kind of interpret it as like their entire experience and you're part of that. Right. So really Right. And I and I think, you know, you're right, actually. Like it's it is their experience of that. So what if they don't call you before they're showing? Well, again, most of the time I'm there. If I simply cannot be there, if they don't call me, if there's something I can give them and just a quick bullets on some text that I hope they'll read, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I really don't, I don't have a chance. I I don't, you know, uh, again, most of the time I'm there, but obviously there's a lot of times we can't be. Yeah, it's impossible. But I will... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the feedback, what bothers me is feedback goes to the seller. And so if if I get feedback that says an experience was less than excellent, I can say, can you help me know where we can do better? Right. And um, because I think that's how I interpret that as a, the whole experience there, not just whether they like the house. Right. But, um, there's really nothing we can do if an agent won't call you back. So. Yeah, I know it's frustrating, but um, so it, you text and then you you'll go if you can go, regardless if they call you back. Right, and I text them and let them know, hey, I'm going to meet you there. And um, if I'm going to meet them there, I typically I don't need to have a conversation. I'll just say, hey, I'm going to meet you there, and that's it. But if I can't be there, that's when I ask them to call me. Yeah, that makes sense. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you sharing um, your thoughts. And I I think, I hope people pick up on that experience piece because I I think some of that's missing a little bit. And I think you're right. Us communicating Mm -hmm. the 
each other is the missing key there. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, thanks so much. Thanks, Bonnie. Hi, everyone. I'm here with Jamie Munchen. Hi, Jamie. Hi. And she is with Comey and Shepherd and serves Cincinnati, Ohio. So, Jamie, I wanted to have you on because I thought you had some good insights on if we as listing agents should call the buyer's agents. So tell us what you think. Uh, so I, I practice that in a way. I don't actually physically call them. I've learned through my experience that I have much better luck texting them. Okay. Uh, I always text them, introduce myself, say I'm a listing agent, the house that you're viewing at 10 o'clock on Deerfield. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'll be up. I'll be near my phone while you're at the showing. And if there's any pertinent information, such as the lockbox is in a weird location or uh, the seller has to fix something um, that they didn't have time to before the showing, I always fill them in on that. But uh, for me, that's a good way to at least start the communication. So then if they don't provide me with feedback, I can always follow up with them via text because we've already had a little bit of correspondence. Um, So so that's kind of what I do. It's my Have practice. you always done that? Is that like, or is it something you like just decided to start doing one day? You know, I, I didn't do it with my first, a few listings. However, I had my first listing that, that took longer to sell Okay, uh, was when I started doing it. And then I've done it ever since. I just, I wasn't getting a lot of feedback from showing agents. I couldn't figure out why this house wasn't selling. So I started doing that and then I started getting feedback and then it's just interesting. So are you thinking that just opening up that conversation then like kind of prompts the agent to be like, oh, well, she was really nice. Like I'll make sure to get feedback. I don't know if it's that or if I just reach out afterward. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to stalk me if I don't give her feedback. (laughs) (laughs) But I do, I will like text like, hey, did your clients like the house or have any questions um, that I can get answered? Uh, And then they'll either, they sometimes don't respond. Sometimes they'll say, um, you know, I'll submit feedback later or, or they submit, they just tell me their feedback right then. And then I, I usually screenshot the message and shoot it to my client if they submit feedback that way. So that's a good idea, actually, instead of like retyping it or whatever, that makes sense. Do you get, um, do agents contact you before you show houses? Uh, No, not always. Actually, not ever. (laughs) I tend to be the one reaching out to them if there's something that I see um, that I have a question about. But uh, to me, I feel like that, I feel like it's a disservice to their sellers if they don't, just because sometimes there's information that I, I wouldn't know otherwise. Well, what so. if there's no, it? what if there's like no information? Do you still feel like it's a dis, like no additional information out of, outside of what's like in the listing? Uh, I don't know if I'd necessarily say it's a, a disservice then, but I do think it's just common courtesy to a fellow agent to just, yeah send a friendly message and it builds that relationship if you do end up working together. So exactly. And yeah, anything may come up and now they're more comfortable reaching out or it's easier. They don't have to go find your number because you've Mm -hmm. already like texted them. Yes. So, um, I've had good luck with it. I haven't had anybody say, don't message me or no, I don't subscribe. That's hilarious. All right. Well, that's really good thoughts. Thanks a lot for sharing those with us. No problem. Thank you so much for asking me to be on today. I really appreciate it. So have a good day. You too. Hey everyone. I'm here with Aaron Fay. Hi, Aaron. 
Hello. Hello. And Erin um, is with Coldwell Banker. She serves Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky. And I wanted to bring her on because she is primarily a buyer's agent. And we've been talking a lot about should you or should you not call the agent prior to them showing your listing? So Erin, what do you think? So my, when I read the question, my first gut instinct was no way, not at all. Uh, really, unless there is a real legitimate need to talk to me about, you know, something that's gone wrong in the house or seller specific need. And honestly, frankly, even in that case, I'd rather you text me usually because I, I am primarily a buyer's agent. I do upwards of 55 transactions with buyers a year. So I'm showing anywhere. I mean, even in a slow week, I'm still showing five or 10 houses. And in a busy one, I'm, I'm showing 30 to 50 houses. Right. So depending on the season. So if every single agent <laughs> called me to talk to me about their listing, I think I would lose my mind a little bit because I find that most times they don't really have anything to say of value. So why yeah. are they calling if they don't have anything to say? It seems weird. I don't, that's what, I, I, I mean, I agree. I think after reading other comments on your Facebook post, I feel like some agents maybe only do 10 or 15 listings or transactions a year. They, they're, they're overly doing things sometimes. So sometimes they'll call and just say, hey, I'm the listing agent on, you know, 123 Main Street. I just wanted to, you know, thank you for showing my house. If you have any questions while you're there, please don't hesitate to call. And at the end of that conversation, I'm like, man, like not that it's, you know, an hour out of my day, but if everyone called me just to do that, I, it would be a lot of time wasted. And a right. big part of why I'm able to do that many transactions is I've gotten very efficient with how I work and with how I do things every day. Right. Exactly. So what do you think about, um, cause we'll call and I know other agents do this too, to really like work with the agent to sell the house. So it's more about asking questions about the buyers so that we could point out features that are not listed or they may not see otherwise because they've never been in the house. Yeah. So I'm a little on the fence with that. To be honest. <laughs> I thought you might. Okay. Um, I, a part of me is like, well, because part of me is like, it's none of your business what, who my buyer is. Right. There, there's a little piece of me that's like, and I get that question a lot. Like, well, tell me about your buyer. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> they're a buyer. I don't like, they're, they're obviously, they're looking for a $150,000 house in Pleasant Ridge, or I wouldn't be showing that. Well, Erin, so, to be fair, you are, I, I mean, you're like the top of the food chain on buyer's agents. Like, a lot of just well, agents. Thank you. <laughs> What's yeah? A lot, you're welcome. A lot of agents are only doing five, maybe ten transactions a year. Yeah, and they don't know it. Like I can't tell you the number of times I have called, and they've been like, "I don't know." Like they literally know nothing about their buyer. I'm like, "Well, have they?" Yes, and there. Yep. I, I yeah. And there are times when I don't know anything about my buyer. There there are plenty of times. I just took someone out last weekend who randomly emailed me. I usually tend to give my buyers like one time out before I Monica for oh, your killing approval. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh oh. 
but I do, I mean, I do usually, I feel like, and I've, I've used that language a little bit more lately, even like I will give you one freebie, but I'm not giving you more than one freebie. Mm. So there are times where I go out in this one, in this case, I knew nothing about these people. They found me on the internet. Their search criteria was extremely difficult. So I was not going into this positive at all. And then I met him and I was like, oh my God, we get along so well. We have so many things in common. So it worked out great, but had an agent called me like, who are your buyers? I would have been like, I have no idea. Literally, I have no idea. I've talked to them three times on email. Like, But that's so, not the norm so, yeah. for you. The norm is you do know them. You do know if totally. they've been looking and they're like, like sometimes I'll be like, well, if they've been looking, like what are they not finding? Because maybe we have it. Like you can't put everything in the MLS, like the nuances. And I find like, it's almost, it can be, an opportunity to connect with them, but more off like the other agent so we can work together. But more often than not, it is, I mean, somewhat of a wasted call because they're not putting in an offer from that sense. Right. Correct. And that's where like, so if I feel like my buyer has interest, I will make a call almost immediately. Like if I think my buyer wants this house in any way, shape or form or has any questions, Mm -hmm. I will immediately get on the phone when I walk out of the door, when I'm driving to the next house. And that's when I feel like that's my time to gain rapport, to ask my questions. Cause I mean, just going back to how many houses I do show. Yeah. It is. It's just so hard to do so much. And I, I guess part of that is starting to feel like, you know, I'm an old hat at this, but doing too much up front half the time for me, I feel like is can be a waste of my time. So it totally depends on the house and the listing too, though. Like if it's May and it's 250 and it's beautiful and it just came on in Pleasant Ridge, like I'm going to call you before I drive there. Right. To see if how many offers there are. Correct. Correct. And like to figure things out. And I think there's a time and a place for that knowledge, but it's just not every single, you know, oh, your house has been listed for 65 days and the seller's super motivated. Sure they are. Like, why did you need to call me and tell me that then? So no, I agree with you, know. you. I think it it does depend. I also think like from a listing agent's perspective, it's like most of the time we're dealing with agents that, you know, this person is 20% of their annual income. They are not, yep. they don't really have a background in sales. So it's like, I want to take that opportunity to help them so that if their client does like it, then we can keep this together. That could lead to a whole nother conversation of <laughs> all the agents in our industry who do five sales a year, <laughs> who I mean, make our job so much harder. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. All right. Well, well. <laughs> it's really cool to hear from somebody who primarily does um, buyers. So, because I don't, I mean, I've done more, like, we'll do more this year than I've ever done, like, in my last 10 years combined. So, yeah, maybe we should all take a training from you. There you go. I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to do it. Make us all a little more efficient. Exactly. Thank you, Erin. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Hey, everyone. I'm here with Tiffany Daniels. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. So Tiffany is with Keller Williams of Seven Hills, and she serves Greater Cincinnati. So I know, Tiffany, we were talking about, should you call the buyer's agent before the showing? And I thought you thought that you shared some good thoughts that I wanted to share with everybody else. So tell us what you think. 
Well, I typically don't call them. Uh-huh. Um, what I do is I text them. So I make like a generic text message and I send that to all the people who sign up through showing time and request showing for my listing okay. just to say thank you. Thank you for showing my listing. And if there's any other pertinent information that I didn't put in the uh, showing instructions, I go ahead and put it on there as well. Okay. And, you know, just to build rapport. And, you know, that might be the potential buyer's agent I'm working with. So I want to keep it real classy and fun and nice. Exactly. Are you, so you're putting in information about how to show the property or like about the property specifically or both? It could be both. Like, for okay. instance, I have one where she didn't give me the code to the security until after the listing. Yeah. So obviously I had to tell them how to access the property. But typically it's just to say thank you. Thank you for showing my listing. I really appreciate it. If you have any questions, please feel free. Don't hesitate to give me a call or text message. Yeah. Do you find that, I know you said it helps build rapport. Do you have like a story where you felt like if you hadn't done that, that it would maybe not resulted in an offer or been contentious or somehow not as good, but since you did do that, it was better? Well, I actually did. Uh, there was a listing I had out in Fairfield and I know it was going to go quick. It was like a coming soon. And I started getting people uh, reaching out to me right away. Right. So I just sending them out text messages and letting them know. And I felt like it, not that it helped with the, the list, the buyer's agent, but I think it helped my client get a lot more money out of her property. Right. Well, I mean, uh, that's what you were hired for. <laughs> right. You know, that's what I'm hired to do. And so it's so really quickly and we got above asking price. So what else could you ask for? Exactly. But to your point, I think like that communication with the agents is helpful because I know when I've been showing property, it's really frustrating if I show up and they have multiple offers or they're getting a lot of traffic. Like that would be helpful for me to know so Absolutely. that I can help my client. Like, Hey, if you, if you feel like this is the right house, like we need to move on it or whatever the case may be, you know, or if you're not quite ready, then this may not be one that we want to go to. Absolutely. Absolutely. And sitting, yeah. like you said, to your point, you know, just sending out that text message, just it opened up the dialogue for them to say, Hey, or do you have any offers yet? You know, those type of things. So I think it's a good, you know, some of these agents are out here are kind of loopy, you know, so <laughs> I think it's. I don't it's, know what you mean, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> oh my! I feel sometimes I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. Right. But, you, know, uh, you know, I think good communication and, and just being nice to people goes a long way. Oh my gosh! Yes, answering your phone and being nice and not being a douchebag. Those are like the three rules of success <laughs> in any business. <laughs> awesome. Well, I really appreciate it. I think those are that's a really good idea for people to start doing. Thank you. You're welcome. We hope you enjoyed diving deeper into this week's topic with our real estate heavyweights. If you're interested in becoming a featured heavyweight, please reach out through our toe-to-toe podcast Facebook page.